Are you ready, kids? Aye, aye, Captain! I can't hear you! Aye, aye, Captain! Oh! Mind your wandering eye, you little mollusk. Won't learn how to tie your shoe. It's a very easy thing to do. Just sit on down, it'll give you the scoop. What's that? It's called the loop de loop. You gotta take lace in each hand. Look out! The lever! Get away from that lever! Don't blow us all to atoms! All right, welcome everyone. This is That Record Got Me High. I'm your host, Rob Elba. It is wonderful having you all with me. I'm in my home. I have a guest here in my home. A guest, someone I've known, Lester, I've known you 30 plus years, over 30 years. Isn't that amazing? It's a long time. Yeah, usually- It's a long time. Any of the like music band dudes and stuff, I've literally, most of them I've known over 30 years, and this is no uh, different. I'd like to welcome, you know him as the singer of the band's Radio Baghdad, uh, Anti-Terror League, the filmmaker who made the cult film Gorno and got banned from Facebook because it sounds kind of like porno, but it's Gorno. And uh, <laughs> most recently, Jeez. and most recently, you're doing like solo stuff under your own name. Welcome to yep. the show, Mr. Les Norris. Welcome to the show, Les. Thank you, Ron. I've seen you twice in one week. I know, I know. Me, yeah, full disclosure, That's me and Les crazy. got together a couple days ago, but we did not discuss this album or the episode at all. We just discussed others. You went let me. I mentioned <laughs> one wee thing and, and I you jumped got out weird. Your throat. Yeah. I like that. That's it. No wee. No wee. Don't discuss uh, the episode before the episode. That's one of the main rules of that record got me high. Uh, but it's great having you, Lester. So go ahead. You already spilt the beans, but what's the band and what's the record we're going to talk about? Ween. <laughs> <laughs> the mollusk. There you go. And now I know some people are going to be like, dude, you just did a Ween record like a, like a couple of weeks ago. But uh, first of all, I don't control what my guests pick. My guests pick what they pick. And uh, someone picked uh, chocolate and cheese. Wait till you get sponsored. They're going <laughs> to right, shove they episodes. <laughs> you know what? If someone offers me enough money, right. I'll do just about anything probably. But for now, uh, yeah, it's up to the guests. But I know anyone who knows you would probably know that you would pick a Ween record, right? Yeah. I love Ween. I've been a huge fan since, I think, like, not the first album. It was like 90 or 91, right after. Um, so, like, 92. Because right. I met my wife in 93, and I've been bothering her with Ween <laughs> concerts and shit. So you haven't been, have you Have you moved her over to the Ween side, or is she still just like them because of like, you? Or? She likes the mollusk. She does like stuff. But she she, she did. No. Okay, but you're see you're a real fan because the last one we did, uh, Josh Metzger, he was kind of new to Ween. He was like a new Ween oh, fan. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, so he had discovered them. And all right, so this this is their sixth studio album already. Yes. And from what I read, it seems both Gene and Dean have said at various times that this is their favorite Ween record yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, I read that a couple places. Yeah, because it, it it's cool because it is in a way it's a theme record, but it's it's also everything you want from Ween. It's like psychedelic, right? Uh, it's like proggy at times. <laughs> Some long ass jam. Yeah, 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 proggy. But uh, and and it's got a, a loose theme uh, on the sea, like sea shanties and stuff. Nautical, yeah, yeah. The nautical theme is great. Right, right. The nautical theme. But I, what is it? I know there's a certain, and and I know there's some people, fans of the show, that just have it out for Ween. 
But I was trying to figure what it is. I, I feel like they've over the years they've unfairly be cons- been considered like a novelty band or a joke band. Some people think of them like that. Yeah, they're just genre less. There's no genre they don't play. It's like right. from country to punk to Beatles sounding right. to weird to drum machine. I mean, they're a band for a decade without a drummer. Right. Just right, as right. like a freaking like duo with like dad or whatever playing on stage. Right. To growing like every album. From reggae stuff to just everything, there's no boundaries. It's like the ideal band to be in. Well, like, there's no boundaries. Yeah, and, and the way I look at it is they're both, obviously, they're really uh, talented. They're talented musicians, and they've just, but they're also weirdo. They're kind of like weirdos, and they've gone wherever their weirdo instincts want to take them, which is cool, because right, right. they do literally whatever they feel like doing. Right. They want to do an album of uh, country songs, they'll do that. They want to do, you know, they want to do sort of a loose thing about the the sea, whatever, and 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 it, within it, they want to do a song that sounds like this or like that. They just do it, so, right. which and is awesome. I love it, and it's like, to me, it's almost, they're the modern day Grateful Dead. The Dead, if you listen to it, changed with all the eras as they're around very much changing oh okay like, See, i didn't at, know that i didn't realize like, that because I, I don't know dead, anything about the dead <laughs> if you listen to the dead i i've been a dead fan for years if you listen have to, you really yeah, i didn't know that i like the dead oh. if you listen to the dead it changed with the like the jam stuff of the 60s a lot of people are like oh it's like drunk drugged country you know it's not good right i disagree if you get into like the late 70s even from like you know the disco era you get the shakedown street You get into like the 80s It's a little more different It's polished Maybe not as Right Psychedelic and jam You know So there probably is Sort of an intersection Between Ween and the dead I would I mean Or or is it just in you (laughs) Back in the 90s Like when I was into Ween And would go to shows It was a common Those same type of people A lot of times Like the dead Like the Ween You like Frank Zappa Oh right, right. like oddball okay. shit. You yeah, know? exactly. They might be exactly. giants. It's a lot of like just you know, okay, right, stuff exactly. Like that. But this is yeah, and you're right. It's funny, and and like I said in the last Ween episode, I've never owned a Ween record, but I've had a lot of Ween mixtapes that people have made me over the years. But what I realized is no one ever put stuff from uh, this album. I don't think I really ever heard anything from before. And it is great. It's a really great album just from beginning to end. It's a great record. But it's weird how I never when people were making me mixtapes and stuff, I feel like they kind of left this out. It's like the songs are a little longer and it's it's very Pink Floydish to me. It is Pink Floydish. All right. Well, it has a very Pink Floyd connection, right? Oh, the the album cover. Yeah, the album cover. It was done by Storm Thurgerson. Thorgerson. Thorgerson, yeah. Uh, Storm Thorgerson, who designed many of Pink Floyd's album, including Dark Side of the Moon. The lunatic is on the grass. The lunatic is on the grass. Remembering games and daisy chains and laughs. And and he loved the record so much that he did. He not only did the record, he ended up doing the, all their promo and poster stuff like for free, like just because he loved it. Yeah, which is just great. That's it, just it is. It that's makes crazy. it even better. It's like kind of like the uh, 
SpongeBob creator guy. Well, that's the other connection that With, uh, you know what I'm saying. That's just like I had no idea about that. Good is good. He was inspired, you know, to create SpongeBob based on listening to a lot of stuff. Yeah, like and, and especially yeah. this album, the mollusk. I guess the uh, one of the songs on here, Ocean Man, is is in the movie, the SpongeBob movie. It's in the play out of the movie. I think it's also in like a movie in a commercial. The attractive Civic Coupe from Honda. It, 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 it is. Maybe it, Volkswagen or something. It is. Something. something from this album is yeah. for sure. But yeah, Steven Hillenberg uh, said, yeah, a big part of SpongeBob SquarePants is, is you know, his uh, Ween's influence on him. And I could see that because, by the way, SpongeBob SquarePants is great. I've always been a fan. I mean, ever since my kids. Yeah, yeah. Are you wearing your <laughs> the SpongeBob, SpongeBob shirt? Bro. shirt. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, how could you not? That's great. All right, so we got, obviously, I've mentioned before, you got Dean Ween and Dean Ween, not their real names. Uh, but this is the first, I read, this is the first record, finally, their sixth one, where they had, like, a full band. A band where it was going to be their right. band from moving forward. This right. was going to be their I band. I think it's pretty yeah. much the same band now. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. much the same guys it from, is, even from now, that album. Which on, is yeah. cool. And they get, you know, and, and at the end of the day, um, they're really, everyone's really great players, and whatever, whatever they want to do, they do it really well, right? right? Yeah. Real, real good. Yeah, real good. Um, <laughs> real good. All right, so let's start out. There's a lot of songs on this record. The first song, really weird. The, the first song is one of the few that doesn't really have anything to do with the sea, but it's just, but it is weird. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a, they always remind me of like adult children's music. Yes. Well, yes, this, you know? well, I read, do you know, this is a reworking of a 1953 song uh, called Are My Ears Straight mm. by uh, then 10-year-old Gayla Peavy. Uh, and Dean said uh, it was the ballet practice record for his sister. His sister would have ballet practice, and he remembered they would play this record. Oh, yeah. So, and, and the original, I'll, I'll play a little bit, but less. The original is creepier than this, <laughs> with this little girl so singing. Great. I'm a little doll who was dropped and broken, falling off my mommy's knees. I'm a little doll who has just been mended. Now won't you tell me, please? Are my ears on straight? Is my nose in place? Have I got a cute expression on my face? But, but they try and make it creepy because they got different voices, but it's cool, though. Let's listen to the opening track on Dancing in the Show tonight. Wiggles, yeah, 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 the yeah. Wiggles, Ween, the 
They should have done a tour. <laughs> right, huh? right, right. Um, so what about, so you said your wife's not a huge fan. How about your kids? Did you, did you get your My kids? son likes them, yeah. He does. My okay. son's a big fan. Okay, cool. Yeah, so it's a cool, it's a cool opening, like I said, kind of just like, it kind of sets you, sets you up for uh, some of the weirdness that's coming. But the next song, the title track, The Mollusk, sounds like, like a lot of these songs just sound like they could be like this pop song from some British band that, that yeah. like from back in the 60s or yeah. something. It's you like know? the missing band between Pink Floyd and Supertramp. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll take that. That's yeah. good. All right, let's listen to a little bit of the Mollus. so great it reminds me of like a real 70s feel yes yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's 70s and or, okay so here's my theory that i had about why people and especially someone like you one of the things that you like about ween i feel like because they do he sings he's they're singing it in this like overwrought obviously they're sort of playing up that it would be like by some fey british band you know pseudo prog and it's sort of i think that's the kind of music you love and would like anyway but the fact that they're not totally serious makes it okay for you to listen to it and enjoy it yeah it's very it might um tenacious d Mucky muck, castle made of clouds. There sits Wonder Boy, sitting oh so proudly. Oh yeah, did right. The same idea. Yeah, Almost exactly. did it a little later. It's yeah, just very exactly. like I don't. It, is it British or is it like a storybook voice? You know? it, it is, but it's sort of like you know, like when Jack Black does. You know, he really loves all that stuff. Yeah. He loves it, but yeah. he's making fun of it at the same time. But he's making fun of it be, because he loves it so much. Yeah, it's. It's brilliant. It's just so fucking brilliant. It is because it could. It's ridiculous. They're playing up the ridiculous seriousness, and and like a band, like a prog band, would be singing about some like space thing, celestial thing, but they're yeah. singing about a the beach and the a mollusk. Yeah, yeah the right. mollusk. And the it's very visual. It is. It, yeah, yeah, it is. It is. So you, as a filmmaker, you appreciate that, right? I, I, I just that song right there is. A really good one. It That's is. That's one of the better ones on the uh, It is. Album. It's great. All right. So you mentioned a children's song. This next one, Polka Dot Tales, sounds like a straight up children's song. Yeah. And on freaking pills. That's yeah. what it sounds like. Well, a children's song, like if you took, what was the, back in the 90s, 
uh, Rohypanol, roofies. That's what it is. That's what that song is. Well, that's man. the one thing we didn't mention about them was that they they are kind of notorious. Uh, you know, they they were not averse to using mind expanding drugs to just read the lyrics on that one. This yeah, one. yeah, it's exactly. Good. But you could see, like, you listen to this and you could see why the SpongeBob SquarePants guy, Stephen Hillenberg would love this record and would love these guys, right? It's it's would be great background music really for anything you were doing. Especially like art and creative. That oh yeah, music. I think so. like yeah. Alright, let's listen to Polka Dot Tap. Did you ever see a whale with a polka dot Did you ever see a man with eight fingers on his hand? Did you have to dry your eye when you saw that puppy fly? good yeah the words just have you ever made a flan and squished it in your head <laughs> i love that yeah they're nuts yeah it, it it's great though that was beetleish to me oh yeah, yeah for sure for sure and a lot of their stuff especially the one after the mollus was real kind of beetleish but uh, then they'll sing about like oh, blow but that's what about them is great like you said like the silliness it's like they're not very pretentious like they'll do a very serious song Right, and the right. next one's like a joke. Oh yeah, right. Where a exactly. lot of bands don't do that. They're like, we're too cool for that. I don't think they actually give a shit. It's just like not caring. Yeah, there are because coming it. up because there is there's some really some heartfelt stuff on here and some really like sort of almost like a straight up breakup song that kind of breaks your heart too. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they're they're cool. They're they're cool with it all. Yeah, they're cool with it all, which is good. Uh, all right, a Johnny on the spot is traditionally a reliable per- someone that's a reliable person, someone you can count on. So I don't know if that's what this is about, but uh, it's a uh, it's a jaunty little song. Listen to I'll Be Your Johnny on the Spot. I'll be your Johnny on the Spot. I'll be your Johnny on the Spot. My dad died, left me all he's got. I'll be your Johnny on the Spot. So it faded out too, a little too soon, but the, one of the best things about this is that lead. He does like this crazy guitar lead with that you could barely even tell that it, it's a guitar. It's like, because they used to like uh, synths, a lot of synths on this, right? Yeah, like keyboard, I guess. They yeah, Moogs and stuff. The keyboard guy has a huge 
live feed setup. Oh, okay. Yeah. The keyboard guy. Yeah, <laughs> the keyboardist. And who? he's from a big band. Uh, Glenn big... McClellan. He played with someone big, a, a 70s band. I thought that guy played with like Blood, Sweat, and Tears or somebody. Oh, that okay. That keyboardist. I thought so. Let's just say he did then. No, no. We did, we, we, I signed a waiver. <laughs> you <laughs> well, you were. He did. He joined Blood, Sweat, and Tears. Uh, yeah, he he did. He did play. You're exactly right. Right, I, I thought that. that. Okay, but I was. But see, here's the thing, because I was confusing with the keyboard band, and guess who I was thinking in my head? Uh, ELO. Oh, ELO. Yeah. Okay, all right. Blood, uh, Sweat, and Tears can't tell you. That would have been. Yeah, that would have been believable though. Um, all right, so uh, this next one, Mutilated Lips. This is one of the more psychedelic uh, sounding songs on the record. And you know what? Are you a fan of, uh, I know you mentioned Pink Floyd, but a lot of these remind me of Sid Barrett, some of Sid Barrett's solo stuff. Well, this song right here, always from day one, so you you can relate. Other people can't because you're old and as dirt like me. <laughs> okay. It reminds me of pre-being signed Manson with oh. that voice thing. Oh, the way Remember he used to use that voice thing? Like, yeah, yeah, that's true. It's almost that like okay. effect on it almost. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely. But like I said, I see some Sid Barrett in there as well. Um, just as just as nuts, uh, I would say. But uh, let's listen to a little bit of music. I lick my Very definitely uh, spooky kids ish. To me, like early Manson was a little early weenish because Drum Machine. Oh, yeah, that's They're kind of psychic. Like Manson early stuff, I don't know, where all the black, you know, like Paisley's right, right. and like hippie ish more. Right. Uh, uh, 60s yep. Manson ish cult people. Yeah, they just leaned yeah. a little more uh, they went, into the it darkness. They just went a little dark. Yeah, that's all. Just <laughs> dark and wear dark. leather. That's all. The lyrics in this are awesome. The yeah. wordplay is so great. I I don't have no yeah. idea what any of it means, just, what he's saying, but it's just really good, though. It's so good. All right, the Blarney Stone. This, I see, this is what I love because they'll, this is like, just like a body sea shanty. Yeah. But they, do, this is so, sounds so authentic. Like it could be like a uh, Pogue song. A traditional song that, that was already recorded. That was, that already it. existed. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I think for sure. And, uh, and they just do a real good job with it. And it's hilarious. I just love it. The words in it are so funny. Uh, very authentic sounding. Let's listen to the Blarney Stone. Get off my yeah, we pretty fuck If I pull out the claymar You're shit out of luck Who's that girl? That pretty young thing After I fuck her She 
Sharpen your boot and bludgeon your, your eye. eye. <laughs> I love great. that. Yeah, it's great. And me and Lester are drinking beers, and we were waving them in the air that's during it. this. So that's that's a, that it sounds like a good old pub song there. It really does. And then you go from this, although, wait, I got to mention, this was, I, I guess, apparently, this is a breakup song, and apparently Gene, Aaron Freeman, was going through uh, some kind of breakup during this. The other one, uh, Gene, is Mickey Melchionato. That's his name. <laughs> just for I the, don't know the I don't know the Ramones just, real names. Either. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. true. That's fine. That's fine. You don't have to. You don't have to. Yeah. So this is a really like I said, this is one that if you just don't know anything about Ween or anything, it's just a really good uh, breakup song. You know, it's a good album. To, like if you never got into Ween, like I would say the early Pod God Ween Satan might be a little out there. Right. Right. Exactly. You exactly. might not. Yeah. But this is a little bit. Yeah. If you were like if you were trying to convince your wife to go see them, you'd play them this one. This album. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then maybe. All right, let's listen to It's Gonna Be All Right. Baby, what have I done? Gonna left you all alone. It's hard for me. Pretty song, Dude, it's, right? It's so good. <laughs> it is. It's very, to me, again, Floydish, but yet oh, right. something okay. Floyd would never sing about. Yeah, like, it's exactly. Like the style exactly. is like the melody, maybe in the chord changes, but not the lyrics. Right, exactly. And and the thing is, this is where almost in a way you could say they kind of paint themselves in the corner because someone really cynical could say, oh, they're just doing a a play up of a breakup song you know they're just right. like they do everything else but no i don't think so it's what right. the words are too good i mean it's very it, it's gonna be if, if the mist ever lets the sun through i just hope i did the right thing for me and you yeah. so it's like you sing about someone that you know it's the right thing to break up even though it hurts you know it's gonna get better and right. you, it's just like a really heartfelt breakup song it's right good. it's a great song and it's like the 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 drums they're like sound more drum machine on that one. Yeah, yeah. And it's like eighties. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like almost like a love song. It's great. Right, right. They were they were just really good at doing whatever they had to do to to bring a song across and and like you said, not worry about genre, not worry and about to get the full doing. feel of that genre almost. Like right, the right, country right. shit they did was very country. That was very 
80s love. It was just yeah, great. Yeah, 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 right. Hey, everyone. Rob here. You know, bringing that record got me high to you every week is a labor of love for me. But it also takes a lot of work and money with web hosting fees, software subscriptions, and especially purchasing the music that we feature. Luckily, I'm able to continue producing this show every week thanks to our fabulous patrons. Now, I know what you're thinking. Rob, why don't you just start getting sponsors like other podcasts? Well, mainly because I don't think anyone really needs to hear more ads for CBD oil and men's grooming accessories and whatnot. So for now, I'm sticking with Patreon. If you'd like to help support the show, head over to patreon.com forward slash TRGMH or just go to patreon.com, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com and search for That Record Got Me High podcast. For as little as $2 a month, you too can become a patron of the show. You'll get a personal thank you from yours truly. You'll get our bi-monthly newsletter. You'll get to participate in all of our awesome patron-curated episodes. And most importantly, you'll become part of the That Record Got Me High family and help keep the show running. So do me a solid. Please consider becoming a patron today. And now, see, they go from this to sing about an eel, which as far as I can tell, this song was basically, I, from what I read, they were tripping on mushrooms and they were in a friend's house who had an aquarium with an eel in it and they were staring at the eel. It sounds like a great night. Yeah. And, and not just, that, I love the ending, the jam at oh, the yeah, end is just right. fucked. It's that's just right. really fucked up. Yeah, it's great. yeah. It's, yeah uh, mushrooms and an eel. There you go. That's all you need. That's for, all you need. The golden wise words from mushrooms. Listening to this in headphones, it reminds me, this is a great headphone record, too. It's good, yeah. It's trippy. <laughs> I had this uh, CD. I was looking for it. I lost it. And it, their, their shit's crazy on vinyl. To buy, it's worth a ton of money. Oh, is it really? Yeah, my oh, son okay. was telling me. So it, uh, I guess it was kind of limited. Oh, well. What, Did you, like, when you were in your main ween, was it CDs that you had when you, when you like, yeah, had Yeah, this all is your like 97, stuff? I think, yeah. So, so mostly CDs, CDs right? yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I, I remember um, seeing him on the Mullis tour two or three times. I went with your good buddy, uh, Mike Basukas. Oh, nice. And we went and saw him in Tampa and at, uh, I think it was Orlando, House of Blues. Oh, okay. And I think, what was that band? It rained in Tampa, I mean, real hard. Like, we couldn't even get out of the car. So we had to hang about what was that? Caius. Right. Being Kaius yeah, or something, K- K-Y-U-S-S. K Y U S S. Yeah, that was like the opening band. Oh, Tampa. okay, yeah. okay. 
Now, I was going to ask you, because most of the, like, those guys, I ended up playing in a band, The uh, Clap, with uh, with uh, Hawkins and Boxusis and Gordon. Yes. And they were all Ween fans, but were you the original Ween fan in that yeah. group? You were. Well, I, maybe. I don't know about Mike, but I don't know how... Hawkins and Gordon were fans, but I was super fan. You were super fan. Yeah, I, and I think I, Mike. I think those guys Mike, turned Mike, Mike onto all that. I think Mike was a big fan from way back too. Oh, was he really? That me and oh, him okay. got into it way back. Oh, okay, nice. I was wondering that. Um, yeah, but that's the only way I ever heard about Ween. Everything was from all you guys. And, oh, uh, did, yeah. I, th- I I thought you guys did. You guys ever do a Ween song? We did uh, several I Ween songs. Like heavy Mike one, sang them all. You fucked up. You that fucked one. up. Yeah, yeah we did uh, Doctor Rock. Oh, dude, Doctor Boxus is saying them both. Dude, Doctor Rock is so great, and my favorite on that—that's the pot. Uh, what's it called? Doctor Fan or uh, Captain Fantasy? Oh, okay. Uh, it, it just sounds like a bunch of people who switched instruments in a band and got yeah. drunk and recorded it. Well, the, the best I love thing is, that. at that time, I. We play it and I do it, but never having heard just from them showing me the song, do we? Never have even heard the original, just only our version of it. So that's it makes it even do. better. Like it was, it covered, was better. Like that's oh. a great song. Exactly, and they were they were a great song. All right, so this one, uh, come to find out, uh, do you know that "Cold Blows the Wind" is actually a reinterpretation of a of a song? Yeah, a really old song called "The Unquiet Grave." The wind does blow. small drops of rain never have I had but one true love in cold clay she is lame which is an old English folk song about a lost love died. from like 18 from like the 1800s 1868 crazy. yeah and uh, but it's great but they didn't you know and the music is them obviously but they used some of the lyrics and the idea of it and they just switched genres so it's a girl singing about a guy but it's great because he's just singing like it's him but he's singing from a girl's point of view oh that's great yeah it is great let's listen to cold blows the wind cold blows the wind Drops of rain I never had But one true love And in Camville He was slain I'll do as much For my true love As any young girl may I'll sit and Twelve months. 
Yeah, this is great. This is kind of like the epic of the record to me because I feel like it's just like this. They're they're sort of doing this like tragedy tale song, yeah. you know, and it really takes its time and uh, it's great. It's it's really done well. It's really minimal, like minimal minimalist and stripped down. Like, yeah, it's yeah. Very ba- it's just the guitar, the bass, a simple drum. It's right, just right, very, right. It, it, it could be set like it could be a '70s song again. It's just exactly so stripped down. Yeah. Well, I think the, this is their wheelhouse. I, I'm I'm yeah. imagining they were into all that when they were younger and they were just mm-hmm. probably. Like listen to all different kinds of shit, and like it all just sort of got mixed around together. Yeah, a lot of seventies stuff. How did they? Do you know how like those two found each other? Or? I think they've been like since like high school buddies, right? Yeah, yeah buddies. Yeah. buddies. Okay, yeah. that's and, like cool. from a small town like New Hope. So you cling to your like friend who exactly you know, your, your other my weirdo only other friend. friend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like growing up down here where there's a lot of weirdos. You know? Yeah, that's true. That's yeah, true. that's cool. But then though. you still have to find your weirdo sect. Yeah. Um. So I'll play this next one, Pink Eye. I'll play it underneath. It's an instrumental. It's it's cool. It's cool instrumental. But honestly, the dot when the dogs come in barking, it, they kind of get on my nerves. A <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. <laughs> it's yeah. Interesting. It is. Well, again, you get the sort of Pink Floydish type thing where it could right. just be like a. I, I just interlude get, instrumental. I thing. just get drug induced feeling. Again, yeah, well, I just do. <laughs> I just I, it's it's great. That's not a. I mean, yeah, that's not an accident. And uh, obviously, they've over the years they've had uh, they've struggled at times where they had to actually stop playing for a while. Yeah, I th- like because, when they disbanded for a few years, probably. Yeah. For that during that long duration. But it's cool. They're kind of back now, and I saw some recent videos of them, and they're great. They sound yeah. great, and people love. It's just great because they have a very loyal fan base. Yeah, it's a cult following. I mean, everybody, it's so many years now that it's like, and like you just said, someone did a show with somebody who's just got into him. Yeah, right, exactly. My son's 19. He's like, man, Ween's fucked up. Yeah. Ween's weird. (laughs) They did a country album. I know, isn't that great? (laughs) When they discover stuff and you're like, yeah. Yeah, it's it's like, (laughs) they're almost done, but yeah, that's awesome. You're getting into it. Your dad was into him like 20 years ago, but okay. It's all cool. Yeah, it's, it, and actually, I I, had, I was gonna wear the Ween shirt. He got me a new Ween, ween shirt, but it oh, didn't nice. come. It didn't come. Uh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. well, you got the SpongeBob SquarePants. That's pretty good. All right, so this one, uh, waving. I mean, what can you say about it? It's a great title, but it's great because they. It, this is kind of like a country trucker, like a trucker song where the trucker's coming home to his woman. But it's like they. Just, but I love it because it's like it's again like great. Like almost, they're great doing the traditional country, but I'm waving my dick in the wind. Exactly, it's like, exactly, like yeah. still like fuck you, punk rock. It's <laughs> exactly. just so great. All right, let's just do waving my dick in the wind. Okay, so they're singing about Jimmy Wilson. I looked it up. There's no, as far as anyone can no tell. No reference? There's no, no, there's no Jimmy Wilson. They just t- t- took the name like, Maybe you know, it's a friend. Yeah, right. It could be. But, you know, Les, this is another thing I was thinking of. Because you've obviously, you've, you've played in bands, you know, for years with other dudes. And, you know, 
the cool thing when you're when you've got a band like them where it's just two guys, you know, when you're in a band with a bunch of guys, like someone could say, "Oh, let's do this," and then everyone, would go, "No, uh, that's stupid. Yeah. I don't want to do that." But how cool is it that you're in a band two. where it's just two and you're both friends and you say, "Yeah, okay, fuck it, let's yeah, do yeah. it. Let's call it waving my dick in the wind." And the and other, let's do it. Yeah, and it's great because then they added the other guys, but it was probably just Dean and you know them two still, still calling the shots. Yeah, yeah, the other band couldn't yeah. say, "Oh, that's dumb guys, don't do it." No, yeah. Which, the more guys in a band. It fucks everything. It fucks everything. Yeah, they're like, "Hey, I want to write a new ballad about my ex-girlfriend." You're like, "That sucks." I know. It's basically most of it is just shooting other people's ideas down. Yeah, being in a van, shooting bad ideas down. I love that. I told. I, I think we talked about the other day. My my daughter Corey is uh has started playing drums all of a sudden, and she's playing, and she's like getting a couple. So she's got a one band with these girls, like a girl band. And it's great, but she's playing with these dudes, and she said, "I don't know. There's something about the dudes like." Playing with the guys they're just hard to work with and everything and i go yeah duh, dudes and yeah. bands are the worst band dudes are the worst. the worst yeah yeah <laughs> they're literally the worst type of people ever <laughs> that's so great i know <laughs> right. um all right so buckingham green all right this now i i've never talked to you about guided by voices are you do you know anything are you a fan at all of guided by voices or Robert i know Pollard? who they are not a fan, never, but I, I mean, right. I I do not dislike them, right. but but I I, I don't own never, their stuff. Yeah. When I hear it, I know who it is. Yeah. I'll tell you what, God of Boys is a hard band to like mm-hmm. try and dip your toe in because they put out so many records. Like they have you know literally hundreds of records. So, but uh, the main guy, Robert Pollard, this is exactly like something he would write. Green is about some strip mall apparently, like uh, oh, 50 minutes outside of New Hope, Pennsylvania. I like how they, with the fake accents, make it sound like a Buckingham Palace that's or something. Exactly, great. and great. that's the same thing he do. They do the fake British accent and they make it sound like some early 70s British prog band. And it's so, that's so awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. Isn't that great? All right, let's listen to the uh, Buckingham Green. A child without an eye. So, Les, that's what I'm saying. Like, maybe you wouldn't listen to, like, some 70s, obscure 70s prog band doing a song called Buckingham Green. But right. there's something. But you could listen to this and you could just enjoy it and and enjoy how great it is. And you're sort of in on the joke, too. Cause, right. <laughs> and you know what's great? It's like, it's like they're so good. 
Uh, right, they're that's so it. Fucking it's good done players. so good. They're it's just, not like yeah, it's not like the there's anything so lacking. Good. They they're just good. The the everything about it's written so well. It's just it's exactly. like almost perfect. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the thing. But you could uh, but you can enjoy it because you're you're in you're in it with them. You're in on the joke with them. But still, right. you can enjoy it just as a piece of music too. You can get into it and rock out to it, and it's okay because it's Ween. <laughs> it would be funny to play it for someone who didn't know anything well, about that's what them. I'm saying. Like they would like one song, and then you play like. You yeah, know, well, I like that one song, but I don't like this. That's not the same group, is it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What's weird is how old this actually is. How old of an album? Like 25 years. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, I mean, that's a long time ago. That's 1997. Yeah, you're right. I mean, that's a long time ago. It's it like is. It minimum is. wage was like $5. Oh, that's man. so long ago. I know. It's like Jurassic Park or Lost World. Yeah. <laughs> Men in Black was out. Dude, it's so long. There's like five shitty Jurassic Parks and then like three shitty Jurassic Worlds after that. That's You're how like you, nine that's fucking how you crazy time. fucking movies like since that. That's how less counts right. time. Eight <laughs> shitty, shitty Jurassic Park. And Jurassic World. That's right. good. I like that. Right. <laughs> that's, that's very you. Right. Oh, here's another fact. Princess Die died that year. So that's how long ago that was. Oh, oh, in 97. Okay. Wow. So that's like. It is a long time ago. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. So this one, Ocean Man, this is the one we said. Uh, it's uh, SpongeBob SquarePants. It's at the end of the movie. This is great because when you think about it, he's talking about a, a childlike man. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like SpongeBob SquarePants, yeah, right? It's just, <laughs> and it's just like if you're ever depressed or unhappy, just this song with SpongeBob. Yes. In the background, oh, like, that's great. If you if you're not if that don't cheer you up, like then your really, soul's dead. You better get, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. need help because that's just it's just funny that's as good. hell. That's good advice. All right, let's listen to. I love it, Ocean Man. Ocean Man, take me by the hand, lead me to the land that you understand. Ocean Man, the voyage to the corner of the globe is a real trip. Ocean Man. was saying when we're listening he's hearing that's what happens when we do the show sometimes people that love the album listen to it and they'll be listening to it and they'll go oh shit i never really i never noticed that before. yeah all that little intricate stuff in the right side speaker there was yep. just freaking great like because i'm used to like you know turn it up a little bit you're driving exactly. most of my music listening's in the car so it's I like know, hearing all that shit is just great <laughs> me too and uh, this this song just stripped everything away it's got like this bridge the uh, this musical bridge it's like just so good yeah perfect yeah, yeah it is yeah, it's, it's just really awesome. perfect so yeah this is a really great uh this is a great album and i could see why they're they say they're it's the one they're most proud of yeah definitely the next album was great too yeah no and also was the next one uh, uh, quebec because uh, i know that's a really good one too yeah quebec white Pepper, Quebec, one of them. Oh, okay. Yeah, but they're good. Yeah. I mean, they, they're they both had a really, really good. good run of albums. Yeah. But yeah, this is really great. 
And all right, so the last song uh, she wanted to leave. This is it's a great album closer because it's another like story song, yeah, right? It's 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 really heartfelt. It's a good one. It is yeah. right because it's like it's a story song about a, a a sailor and his love who leaves him. But I was thinking about something else too, Les, which we'll talk about. Let's listen to it and then we could discuss a little. I have a theory. I could be off base. I probably am because usually this it, is the last song. This is the last song on the record. Yeah. Wow. Uh, um, Did I you know. get high, Rob? I'm sorry? Did you get high? Well, you know, you brought it because it got you high. But yeah, no, no, this is a great record. It's I really a, did. It's a I've, good album. I've a been great enjoying listening to this. I've been listening to it all week, and I really have been enjoying it. Too. But this is a great album. Closer. And you never listened to it prior this no, week? This, you no, knew never. Ocean Man, the song. You caught, I mean, I Volkswagen commercial or something. Yeah, no, some of it, that was the only one that maybe sounded familiar, but really this album came into me like brand new. It was all brand new. I forgot they great. got paid. You could look it up. I forget it was. Uh, they got paid money to write a song for either Taco yeah, Bell or KFC. That. Oh, nice. <laughs> and they, they never used it. Oh, that's, it was that's just even fucked. better. <laughs> it was just fucked. And you can look at, listen to it. They have it. I forget, it was like some chicken finger fry things or something. I'll find it. it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. All right, let's listen to the final song. She wanted to leave. Three men's all they were. theory I have and I have no idea but some of the some of the lyrics in this were because first it seems like a sea shanty thing and, and the pirates came to the ship and they took you but but she wanted to leave with them right. but then he says I loved you so long since you were a child I've cared for your every need I've tried to make you smile all the while you wanted to leave um, I, it, to me it reminded me of my girls of my daughters like yeah, you, yeah. you loved them since you were a child you tried to give them right. everything you raised but they eventually they, they want to leave and yeah. they have to yeah. and you gotta you gotta let them leave and love and I don't know that's could have just been me projecting but that's what I uh, that's what hit me on it because it just same the lyrics, as me Oh, really? Okay, yeah, because yeah. it just seems strange. And it, isn't it funny as you get older, don't you notice, don't you get a little more sentimental about things Yeah, nostalgic and things exactly, that, yeah, that yeah. affect you differently when you hear them. Oh, like yeah, that, they that, do. That right there is very, uh, really heartfelt. And it's like, it reminds, like, not air supply, but something <laughs> like, because right, that guy sung really, <laughs> that guy sung really like high, but it was, it's very, <laughs> it's very like heartfelt. It's yes, very, it's, it's very, very emotional. It's good. And it's done so well that it can't help, but it sort of pulls at your heartstrings. Yeah, a little emotional and there. I'm going to play at the end. There's an outro uh, where he says, so go fetch a bottle of rum, dear friends, and fill up my glass to the rim. For I'm not the man I used to be, and now I'm one of them. Which I don't 
don't even know what he's saying at that point, but it's very, it's like a, just the outro of it just sort of makes you feel, feel melancholy. It's a very melancholy Yeah, and it, it's, it's like almost Jimmy Buffett. It's like the rum on the beach. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's right. It's funny. Um, it's good. And then right, and then at the end, they reprise, sort of reprise the, uh, the little instrumental of the beginning song, but like a, a weird reprise of it, which sort of brings it all together, which is cool because it is, at the end of the day, it's kind of a concept album i think yeah like a loose context it's very, very nautical right. the, the the water theme which i it, like i'm it, a fan of I'm yeah a fan i mean i'm a, a loser crappy surfer i fish <laughs> my whole life so it's like very like i love nautical shit right you know? so oh, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's cool yeah. i love it oh that's great uh yeah so this is a great uh this is a great album to bring and i'm glad you brought i'm glad you didn't say well some guy did a ween song a ween album i'll do something else i'm glad you stuck to your guns and said no fuck it i'm doing it. i'm doing that i have another one i picked out for next year dude another album not, oh, okay. not ween uh, oh okay okay cool yeah. that's good um yeah so less so you're doing like you finally figured it out i'm i i can't blame a you can't blame a band anymore at your age right because you can't you wouldn't put up with any of that shit from any other people right it's like i'll do like punk karaoke <laughs> it's like pre-record everything and play it and <laughs> right, scream right. <laughs> but to like rehearse in a room with like three other dudes could you imagine <laughs> no, no no all right so you're doing what's uh what are you doing what's the latest shit that's out there that I people just, could hear uh, you can go to Spotify. You can go uh, check out my first EP, and I got another one coming out soon. Less I got a snorts. single out. Yeah, on Spotify, iTunes, all that. What's the shit. name of the, the the last song you did? Was great. What's uh, the name Sears of and Applebee's. <laughs> it's a white trash love story. It's really good. It's I mean, Margate. Really good. Uh, Margate meets Tamarack. I'll be honest. You sent me the what was the the EP? The last EP you put out. The drunk? Uh, son of a son of a drunk. Son of a son of a drunk. I'll tell you. I when people send me stuff. I think, all right, I'll listen to it. But I'm, in my head, I'm thinking, it's not going to be good. <laughs> but it was really good. Well, I appreciate it. Like, really I, good. Well, you know, coming from you, it means a lot, Rob. It <laughs> no, really does. It, it, it's great. And uh, and you're recording uh, the stuff with uh, Jeremy Staska, who's still alive. and uh, Still going. <laughs> still the going. EP will come out soon, yeah. Oh, good. Awesome. I'm glad to hear that. That's great. You know, why not, right? Dude, I make music. I keep uh, going for me. I, stop. I think I'm sort of retired. I don't think I do. You're not, music. dude. I think this is my... I'm going to steal my... all the songs I like from the Holy Terrors <laughs> okay, you... and re-record them acoustic. Because this, and is, then my, that's this it. is my creative outlet now, the podcast. So, you know, that's It's a really it. good one. Okay, awesome. Uh, all right, so don't forget... Uh, yeah, Les, thanks. Uh, thanks again. It's great having you on. I, I'm sorry it took so long to get you on, really. That's shame on me. Hey. It was good. The al- I love this album because it reminds me of like it's like me and my wife, year before getting married. Oh, nice. Three okay. kids. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it, it. It brings me back to like a different time. It's it's just it's really good. Power man. It's, of the record. Right? It's 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 deep because I can hear it and a couple times here it brought me. It brings you. It brings right me back way there. the fuck back. Dude. Thirty fucking years. Dude, back. it's like yeah, and it's like it's like I had a life before kids. I, I did. Know, I know. So did you. <laughs> I did. Uh, all right, don't and forget. thanks again, Rob. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Don't forget, everyone, on Instagram and Facebook, you can follow us on at that record got me high. Also, that Facebook group got me high on Twitter. It's at TRGMH Podcast. You can email me at TRGMH33 at gmail.com. And the most important thing, you become a patron of the show. Go to patreon.com forward slash 
TRG Mates, become a patron. We're going to be doing another uh, patron curated episode soon. Also, got some really awesome mixtape episodes with some special guests coming up soon. That's going to be exciting. Uh, you'll hear that soon. So don't forget, uh, just go to um, whatever you listen to us on. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button and and rate it and write a review of it if you want to, because that uh, that always helps. You know, we're growing and we're having a lot of fun. And thanks everyone for listening. Thanks, Les. Me and Les are going to have Thank Les you. brought us some after beer cocktails. We're going to have. We'll see you all next week. Bye. Back in my